Hello, America. It's time for Uncle Sam Says. And today, I want to tell you about America. I love teaching about America. Oh, I know, you're already Americans. Well, uh, most of you are. Uh, and those who aren't Americans yet, well, I want you to hear what I'm about to tell you, too. You need to know it. I'm going to tell you why this is the greatest country the world has ever seen. And whether you're an immigrant, illegal alien, or natural-born citizen, you need to know what I'm going to say so that you can help stop some of the things that are that are going to kill this great land if we don't get them stopped. So all of you, please, please listen up. I want to take you all the way back to the 1700s, way before the Revolutionary War. We had about 1,200 miles of very lonely coastline, and we only had 13 pockets of civilization or colonies. They were isolated. They were all alone. Their lifeline was Mother England, and England treated them pretty good, at least compared with some other colonies around the world. For instance, did you know that our colonies paid less tax than the people in England? <laughs> did you know that those ships full of tea in the Boston Harbor were not taxed higher? It was actually lower. That's right. That tea was going to cost those patriots less than any tea before. <laughs> in fact, there wouldn't have been any tax on that tea at all if that stodgy old his honor Mr. North back in England hadn't insisted on keeping just a portion of the original tax. This was the portion that was used to pay the salaries of the colonial governors and officials and such. No, siree, it wasn't the amount of tax on the tea. It was something else entirely. And you folks need to know it. So what got their dander up? <laughs> What was it that made them mad enough to risk prison or, or even worse? If you want to understand that, you need to know a little bit more about your forefathers. While you folks have been straining your brain trying to figure out Monday night football, your forefathers were reading some pretty serious books and arguing with each other down at the local pub or tavern. Ignorant farmers? Uh, don't you believe it? These people were more literate than the people in England. Yep, -er, they sure were. You see, in England, they ranged from about 48% literate out in the boondocks and about 74% literate in the cities. Those colonists were rated from 70 to 100%, and that ain't all. They actually read. They read everything they could get their hands on. Paper was scarce and books were precious, and so, so only the best stuff was written, and those colonists read them. Now, I don't want to offend anybody. I ain't looking for a fight, but you got to know this. I'm just going to say it flat out because it's true, and you got to know it. You people today just aren't as smart as they were in colonial times. There, I said it. And if I have to, I'll say it again because it's so important that you know what is happening today in America. I promise I'll give another lesson or two about this, but, 
but just know that there is and has been a genuine full-feathered conspiracy to dumb down our kids since the turn of the last century. It's called the Dumbing Down of America, and it is working. Most Americans just don't know what they don't know. Uh, our literacy rate is only 77%. Oh, some say 99%, but that just means they can read traffic signs and such. That's 77%. That means they can't read well enough to know how to find information. Why, it's awful. Did you know that today one-third of all high school graduates never read another book in their whole lives? And those who graduate from college, 42% of those never read another book. They just stare at TV. Their brains just go to taffy. Your forefathers could read and they did read. Books were precious. And Abraham Lincoln walked for miles just to return a book he had borrowed. Reading was serious business. And they took it serious. Well, what I'm getting on to is that they read books. They read books like The Wealth of Nations, which talks about true wealth, how it is created. From books like this, they learned what a true capitalist is. And, and that's for another lesson. I'll, I'll be getting to that for sure. I'm trying to tell you that these colonists were people of understanding because they were reading the best ideas of their time. They were learning about new ideas of freedom and new ideas of personal accountability and agency and how they could become wealthy if the government would leave them alone. Believe you me, they understood government oppression and how tyranny worked in high office. They knew all about that and all about the rebuttals from the best minds of their time. They spoke to each other. They taught each other. They argued with each other. They'd come to America to find freedom, and they found it. Because of all of this people-to-people -people interaction, a new spirit was born in America. We began to be called Yankees. An American Yankee was a man who knew who he was, what his rights were, and where they came from. All the world knew a Yankee was not to be trifled with. Yankees did not like to be told what to do. They did not like authority. Oh, let me give you an example of that resenting authority business. It'll just take a minute and I'll get right back to my lesson. Once in Boston, a group of boys was playing in the snow and the British soldiers kept tearing down their snow forts. They brazenly went right up to the British commander-in-chief and complained to him. With their eyes blazing, they laid their wrongs at his feet. He said, Have your fathers been teaching you, too, to rebel? Did they send you to show their feelings? Nobody sent us, sir, but your soldiers have thrown down our forts, broken the ice on our ponds, spoiled our coasts, and we will not stand for it. <laughs> well, General Gage couldn't help laughing at those small boys and promised the soldiers would not bother them any more than he said to an officer nearby. Even the children here draw in the love of freedom with the very air they breathe. So, 
Why did the colonists revolt, even when they had it better in their, than their brothers in England, so far as taxes were concerned? They wanted freedom, total freedom, freedom from the tyranny of any kind of king. They had studied and they knew that their rights came from God and not a king. It was a new idea. No one had ever thunk such a thought before. People's rights had always come from their sovereign. A good king gave more rights. A bad king gave fewer rights. The colonists were fed up and wanted no king. They wanted a government that protected the rights that God had already given them. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Remember, you are learning the truth. Tell your friends, speak with boldness, and keep your powder dry.